Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Yes, indeed. Today is uh, Thursday, March 12th, and uh, this is the second of eight sessions of the teleseminar series, Qualifying Men. Got my four ladies on the call, um, all beautiful in their own way. We're about to go dig in um, right away. So um, uh, anybody want to say hi just so you can hear your voice real early in the recording? Hi, this is Gashona. Hello, everyone. All righty. So um, like to hear what came up for you since uh, last session, since the first session, I should say. Uh, well, it was the, the, the previous session, not the last session. So, yeah, I just want to hear, like, how's life been? How have you been? How have men showed up for you? How have you shown up for men? What's been going through your mind? You know, anything um, that you could uh, share uh, or came up for you, um, you know, since last week, anybody could share. Well, I'll speak up. This is Kashana again. Um, I I, I kind of started to see men a little differently in that they are the way they are just because they're that way. That's what's been coming up for me as I've noticed um, some um, men, you know. And what came up for me also was not to have expectations. So, you know, not to to read too much in my mind concerning what they may or may not be thinking. So that that, that was coming up for me between last week and this week. Okay. And... How did you feel about that? Did you feel, you know, empowered? Did you feel, you know, disoriented? Did you feel like, you know, what the heck? Or, like, what was your feeling about that that way of being, you know, that observation? More empowering in that, um, like, I didn't have to worry. I didn't have to worry. So so I'm going to call it empowering because, okay, I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to worry about that. So it was more of a relief. Really? Why why was it, why did you have it that you didn't have to worry? That's interesting. Love to hear that one. Uh, uh, So often um, I'm always thinking what the guy could be thinking. Um, Forgive me, ladies. There might be a little vanity here. Um, So... I was free to not have to think that they're thinking or looking at me or thinking about me. So it was uh-huh. like, yeah, let's just like let that go. Ah, uh, got it. That's fascinating. Okay. Hmm. You know, I would have never actually thought of it from that standpoint. So I, I appreciate that um, insight. 
Okay, good. Okay. Anything else? Um, no, that's really that. that, that, that there, there was a, a, a point of not, not caring at one point, um, but um, that it's kind of hard to, to say that point because it's like before it was worry, worry, worry. You know, looking for somebody, and and then it was a moment of oh, I just don't care. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so that that that's the final thing that I'll say. Hmm. Fascinating. I like it. Man, that's good. I done done my job already. We ain't even get started. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, good. Anybody else? I wanna actually I'd like to hear from all, all of you ladies, really. So who's next? Hi Tony, it's Deborah. I'll go. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um so I I actually really I really liked the homework, and I'm sorry I couldn't speak to you earlier based on demands of job. But yeah. you, one of those questions about, like, what would it take for you not to need to know, like, the end result? I thought that was so interesting because, like, I hope we explore that a little bit as a group. I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm so, like, into this question. <laughs> but I thought that was that one has been, I've been thinking about it. And then I've been thinking about like different men I've been talking to in different capacities, you know, whether it's a friend or someone I'm talking to or someone who might be a romantic interest and just exploring like, what does it mean to me um, have a connection with these people? So I feel like I'm in, I'm in almost like kid teenager mode, you know, like, like just exploring. Mm. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so, um, so it, it's almost like, uh, like you're, um, you know, okay, well, you basically said, it, you know, uh, I got that. Okay. Like, <laughs> okay. what's next? Okay. Well, well, kind of just like a, like a, like a kid who's curious, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's a good thing is how I'm hearing it, you know? Yeah. Good. Okay. Anything else? <laughs> Nope, I mean, not for now. Okay. Okay, I'll go. So uh, I gave up a lot of expectations from many men, like my ex, my father, my friends. I used to make them wrong. Now I'm like, okay, they're what they are, and they don't have to be anything. So that took away a lot of burden and guilt and getting rid of the expectations, especially um, around my ex. I'm not making him wrong for anything he has said or done. And um, I'm more at peace with my previous relationship and I'm not uh, anxious about the future dates I'll be going to. Um, I used to be like, oh, my God, okay, is this the one or is this the one? Or Now I'm like, okay, don't go that far. Just go what, thinking about how would be the first meeting. So that gave me a lot of peace. Mm. Great. Love it. Anything else? 
No, if anything comes up, I'll uh, share later. Okay. Very good. All right. I think we got one more person lives up north. That would be me. It's Annie. Hi. Yes. Hi. Um, but I'm right now. I'm in the south. <laughs> um, and oh, I'm okay. like, I'm on quote unquote vacation uh, with my boyfriend, and it's been quite an experience because I'm like 24/7 inside of. You know what it's like to be with a man because normally, like, I'm just so independent, like, really independent. So it's a whole new world, and um, I think what what I'm really um, sort of thinking about is like, like being curious about what, uh, you know, what they hear. You know that sentence that you said that I, I I could read that sentence over like so many times. What must he be thinking that I haven't feel that? what he just said or did was okay. And yes. that is just so brilliant because it makes you see a whole other perspective that, you know, I didn't really, I didn't listen to. And I'm I'm seeing that and I'm um, sort of, instead of reacting, I'll, I'll just be curious and, and uh, you know, noticing how he's thinking. Yes. So that's that's pretty much the that that's the thing I got out of last week, and that's what I where I am right now. Mm, great. <clears throat> yeah, that's a um, it's a tremendous question, and um, I actually invented the question on the fly um, out of a emergency situation in 2000. <laughs> and, um, it was um, one of my um, siblings had stole money from me from our dead mother's estate. I was beyond livid. I was uh, livid, shocked, and completely disillusioned because I'm like, how could you do this? You know, and uh, when I finally talked to that sibling, um, I had to ask them, "What, what made you feel that it was okay to do that. What, what, what was you thinking, you know? And so it took about an hour and a half for me to listen to siblings without them, uh, without me interrupting them one second. An hour and a half. They was they was making me wrong and telling me everything they was mad at me about. I had to give them permission to talk because they never really got permission to talk for me because I was always interrupting them or dominating them. And this is probably the first time they ever heard me give them the space to say this. And they said everything. And I really thought it was going to take two or three weeks of those conversations. It took an hour and a half. At the end of that, they were like, I got nothing. I didn't trust it for another, almost 15 minutes. And then I let let them go. And then two months later, they did the landmark form. But they, yeah. were thinking, they were thinking, man, the only way that conversation happens is if he's doing that thing, that, that thing he did it, because that was not the guy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was able to forgive them at that point. And ever since then, that's been one of my questions in my head when I'm coaching people is I'm asking that question, like, all the time when I'm interacting with people. But I'm not, like, using the words now. My eyes are just looking for the answer. That's one of the answers I'm looking for at all times when I'm dealing with people. Um, because I don't, you know, like, I, I'm not looking at, like, I'm not them. They're not me. So me using my own brain to determine what they're doing is limiting the problem, and it ain't going to help nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, I, I, I love that question. I, I never heard anybody else come up with that question besides me. But, uh, um, yeah, so um, good. Keep using it. Don't stop. Don't stop until they start throwing, you know, dirt in your face. Really. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's that's you know, just just to say like where I'm at, it's just it's it's really fun right now, and then I I get like this little worry like oh crap, you know, are we gonna have a huge fight or misunderstand each other, and I get really afraid, you know, and so anyway, that that's just me sharing like where I'm at. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, ladies. Great. So we'll move on to the next stage here, which is. Um, I'm going to read the assignment. I had it up. Okay, there we go. Um, so the assignment is to uh, answer uh, three questions. I'm going to ask each one of you ladies to uh, share your responses. Um, the answer and write out the answers uh, to the following questions. For the following questions, number one, what advice would you give to your 15-year-old self about men and relationships? Um, number two, what's it going to take for you to interact with men without the need for guarantees? And then number three, what else did you get from this session? So um, uh, anybody can start. In fact, I'm going to have you all just read it. I'm not going to say anything. I just want to read it so you can hear each other's answers. Okay, here, I'll go. This is Annie again. Yeah. Okay, so what I wrote is, what advice would you give to your 15-year-old self about men and relationships? What I wrote was, men are programmed to sex. You do not need to fulfill that for them. You should follow your heart and do what you love. It is, if the man, if the right man comes and you're ready for him, go for it. Surprisingly, this is my advice at my present age as well. <laughs> <laughs> And then number two, is, do you want to go number two or you want to just go all number one? You know what? Let's just do number one. I wasn't going to do yeah. that, but since, since you said it, I'm thinking, hmm, maybe it's a good yeah. idea. Keep quiet. All right. Good. Okay. This is Ashona. I'll go. Yeah. So what, what, what advice would I give my 15-year-old daughter? I wrote, um, don't be desperate. Know that you are special and there is someone special for you. Don't fall for the first time you see. Don't settle for any boy that compliments you, or I should say every boy that compliments you. Pray hard for patience. Don't follow your friends. They have to mature just like you do. In fact, even when you are, you are mature, don't trust that, them right away. Just pray and wait patiently. Nice. Okay, I'll go next. What advice I would give to my 15-year-old self about men and relationships? Uh, I would tell myself to look forward to meeting guys who would meet my desires and that it is okay to like someone, that I'm beautiful and respectful, and it's okay to dress up pretty and ask for help when I need there were a lot of um, cultural expectations that, oh, you're not supposed to be uh, attracting attention or you're, it's not recommended to fall in love or like somebody at such a young age. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. 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 Thank
Okay. All right. Hey, Deborah, can you can you read yours while you're riding? I just found it. Yeah, there's a little bit of traffic, so I think I'll just stay on the traffic zone. <laughs> okay. Um, what advice would you give to your 15-year-old self about men and relationships? The right man for you loves the things about you that you love about yourself. He will lift you up and make you feel that you can attain the dreams in life that you want. He will be your biggest cheerleader. And he will bring out the best version. Uh, you, sorry, just, I'm sorry, one moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, the best version of who you are. It's not about impressing him. It's about the two of you uplifting one another and being the best versions of who you actually are. Go and be who you are, and the man who loves you for you will come along too. Great. Love it. All right. So did anybody hear something that they wish they'd have put in with their 15-year-old self that somebody else said? Okay. I got that. Nobody did. Okay, great. Um, Yeah, because I was listening to, you know, uh, Deborah's was talking about, you know, uh, way of life in a relationship where somebody else was talking about sex or somebody else was talking about self-esteem. Y'all had different perspectives on it, you know what I mean? Um, uh, You know, like, like when I was listening to Deborah's, hers were... She she sounded like she wasn't worried about the sex thing. She got that handled. It sounded like she was saying, um, you know, look for somebody who's mature rather than try not to get in trouble, like I heard a couple other um, shares. And, um, you know, what that tells me is um, you might still be there, <laughs> you know, or you're dealing with what you've always had to deal with, Um but but it's just interesting listening to your sharing about that particular thing, that particular. Um, was you going to say something, Deborah? Because you came off of mute. I did? Oh, I thought so. With the siren in the background. I don't know. Okay. Maybe not. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. So, you, you know, in light of that, do, do y'all have anything uh, that, that just came up based on what I just said? Not all what you just said, but I would like to, to say something now that I, I gave it a little thought. Yes. Um, the, uh, uh, and I apologize for not getting the names quick enough, but the person just before me um, said that make sure you wait for somebody that loves what you love and will, will push you and be your best, um, maybe best cheerleader. I, I agree. I like that. I agree with that. And because there's a part of me that I'm, I happen, I'm a writer, and all the the guys that I've met, I've given them a book, but they only read like one or two pages. And I'm waiting for that guy in this part of my life that will read all the time, just everything that I write, simply because he's my best cheerleader. Yeah. So I, you know, so that's for that excellent advice I think for um, the younger women as well yeah. as um, any woman. Just wait, you it's not 
you can wait for that because I think about it and it's like, oh, maybe they're not going to be somebody that does it. But I think that they just might have to hear me. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And, you know, I'm really encouraging you all to listen to, you know, the recordings because, you know, what you'll hear, you know, today is going to be different than what you're going to hear six weeks from now, you know. So um, I encourage you to, to do that. You can hear your own. I've listened to my own, you know, I've listened to recordings of what I've been on uh, over the years and, you know, like what I would what I said in 2012, I wouldn't even be able to think to say today in many cases because I didn't evolve, grown so much, um, you know, not just from doing my own work, but from, you know, the lessons that I learned from the people doing the assignments that I'm giving them. So, um, yeah, you're going to sound a lot different to yourself, you know, at the end of this program than you do now, I promise you. So, um, and, you know, each of us will contribute to that as well as yourself. So, okay. Um, anybody else? Anything, you know, any new insights after hearing, you know, to answer the question number one? No. Uh, I, I see. Okay, good. All right, so uh, number two. Here to go around on number two. Okay, so this is Annie. What's it, number two, what's it going to take for you to interact with men without the need for guarantees? Um, so in the last two years, I've really, like, worked on this. So basically, I think women are programmed for, like, the fairy tale, and they have, like, the entire relationship worked out in the first three seconds. And, um, you know... So it takes, for me, at least hard work to just let go of this fantasy of how it's going to be and just keep bringing it back to myself and what do I want. Um, And so what I wrote is, you know, focus on myself and what I want. Keep communicating. Try to be playful. That's, like, really important. And tell them what I want without being attached. And then, you know, that's really hard to do. So, But that's my answer. Okay. Say, say that again. I don't know why I got distracted or something. I'm sitting here looking at my phone and I stood here. Say it again, please. <laughs> okay. Thank you um, for letting me know that. Um, so I said, focus on myself and what I want. Keep communicating. Try to be playful. And, and, and that is probably, for me, the quintessential piece because the moment I stop being playful, I get, like, significant. And then, you know, it doesn't work. Um, And tell them what I want without being attached. So, you know, if I could focus on all those things, I think I'd be in good shape. I guess what I get worried about is that it's the opposite. When I start getting significant or if I uh, start making them wrong or something. So, but anyway, I hope that's clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got that. All right, good. Uh, Can I just, wait, Tony, I'm sorry. Um, May I just say something? Please. Hi, hey Annie. This is Deborah. I just wanted to ask, but when you say when I start being significant, what do you mean by that? Because I, I wasn't clear. Oh, I, like when I start judging them, or if I start having a monologue in my head, and I'm like, this isn't working, or all of a sudden you're like, I don't know if I really like them, and you know, and the moment I start doing that is the moment I start going downhill and making them wrong, 
And when I do that, it just is a reflection immediately. It shows up over there as like, this isn't working and this isn't fun and you're a jerk and so are you. And it's like a big upset. That's what I see. So that's why I mean, like when I say try to be playful, it's so important for me. That is probably the most important thing, just to be playful. Like whenever somebody starts getting significant one or the other, to try and just be playful and then it opens up for, uh, you know, love, more love to be present. And then not worrying about, like, where is this going and how are we, you know, navigating through this relationship. Is that helpful? And thanks so much for clarifying. Yeah, that was helpful. Thank you. Yeah, and, and Deborah, what it looks like on the court is the person is starting to look formal in their body language and in their facial expressions and in their language. They're doing everything she said in the background, but in the foreground, they're looking formal. Serious. Got it. Yeah. So, all right, so I know there's a person that's going to be leaving the call in a minute, so I wanted her to contribute to this call before she leaves, so would you please do that, ma'am? Okay. So uh, what I wrote down is accept them for who they are and be curious in knowing about them and also let them contribute to me. Okay. I... Earlier, I had, I mean, I discovered that I have a lot of ego, that I'm a self-made independent woman, and I don't need uh, any kind of support, and I'm not one of those needy kind of girls, and I take pride in that. Now I'm like, okay, let me bring that down a bit and let them contribute to me. (laughs) (laughs) Mighty generous of you, ma'am. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, allow allow them to do something for me. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. Uh, I think we got one other person that did not say. Is that right, or did everybody go? No, um, I got to go, guys. Uh, I'll hear the conversation later. I'll be okay. here for the full next time onwards. Yay. All right. All right. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye. Bye-bye. I think two people didn't go. I didn't go. I think someone else. Should I go now? Yes, I didn't go either. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So um, what is it going to take for you to interact, for me to interact with men without the need for guarantees? At first I said, um, I don't know. But I I think um, the other thing I wrote is um, I don't need to have too many qualifiers. And um, um, not getting lost in my imagination and my thoughts, you know, thinking that everything that I think is right. And um, I would rather being at peace, um, being at peace, just being at peace. I guess that means accepting, being accepted, not so judgmental. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And who else didn't go? Yeah, yes, I didn't go, Tony. Um, Just pulling it up. Uh, One sec. (laughs) Just lost it. Um, Okay, here we go. I wrote, Tony, can we work on this together? I love the question. I'm not sure yet if I know how to answer it, but I did have an aha moment, but I'll finish it real quickly. I would say 
It will take me continuing to develop my own confidence and my own dreams in my life so that when I meet men, I am connecting to them for who they are and seeing if, one, I like him as a person, and two, I enjoy spending time with him. I would think that the emotion connection and physical connection will also be there or not, and that it's important I'm clear about my needs and what I want, and that moving forward, I see if we are compatible. I think that's about it. Okay. Um. So that's what I wrote, but the reason I had asked Annie, who went in the beginning, because I had um, I had my own kind of epiphany while she was speaking about, you know, women are given this fantasy, uh, you know, like what a fantasy is, and in, instead of it being a fantasy for me, I think sometimes I judge myself on my cultural background of being Italian and like everyone in my family, like it's expected they get married and they have a family and they do these things, and and so. I think I look at men through this lens of, like, will he be a good husband and provider and all those kind of things where I'm not even sure if that's what I want. <laughs> so yeah. so that's, like, a huge aha because I have to now clarify, like, is that my goal in life or is my goal to be free and playful and happy and build my own wealth? And then the right man comes along, and if we adopt, we adopt. Like, just saying. <laughs> yeah. Great. You know, it's uh, very, very, very useful to actually know who you really are and what works for you, you know. Like, otherwise, you walk around guessing for the rest of your life, you know, and then being annoyed with your wrong answers, you know. No, I think I'm, I'm judging. Uh, I think that, that I was judging, like, will this, do I want, like, can I see this person as my long term instead of being in the moment and allowing it to be organic? Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, you also, like, not being clear if, you know, doing it the Italian way versus doing it your way and being clear on what your way is, what you said about that is what I'm referring to. Got it. Make sense? Yeah. Okay. And this is Annie. Can I say something here? Sure. Because now, see, that's opened up something else for me. So it's like that question that you said in the homework, it says, what? What is it going to take for you to see men as they really are rather than how you want them to be? Mm-hmm. And so I think this is it. It's like, you know, I have like that same fantasy and kind of like, are, and then, then all those thoughts, are they, are they going to, you know, match up to the fantasy? And then all of a sudden like reality sits in and you're like, you're seeing them as they are. And you're like, you might even be disappointed. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, you know, cause you had this whole thing made up in your head and then all of a sudden you're like, shit, reality, what? They ignore and they and they do all this stuff and it's like what? And um and then you start going, wait a second, I don't know if I really want this, you know, and it it's just a another whole thing that's made up that you sort of have to grapple with because you've made up this whole fantasy and so the whole point is like what you said in the in the thing you sent to us, what is it gonna take for you to see men as they really are rather than how you want them to be? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, something I was going to say and then it went away. Okay, so um, if uh, you don't know what you want, it's not possible to uh, get it because even if you got it, you wouldn't know that was it. So not knowing what works for you, what really works for you, is extremely painful. And you'll be looking at circumstances to make you happy versus you knowing what's going to make you happy and then, you know, being patient for it. 
So, you know, that's the first thing. You really got to know who you are. That's, that's actually job one to be effective in relationship, to have a happy relationship. You got to know what's going to make you happy and what's not going to make you happy. And the only way to do that is to know yourself. You know, somebody inscribed on the Roman Colosseum, I don't know, thousands of years before Christ uh, or whenever it was, um, that uh, know thyself. You know, it was an anonymous scroll, but it was like, know thyself. And, um, you know, most human beings don't know themselves. So what ends up happening is people who don't know themselves get in relationships with other people who don't know themselves, and then they wonder why you crash and burn. And another thing is a person who does know themselves can't bear to be in a relationship with someone who does it. It's too difficult. That person ends up trying to make the other person happy by helping the other person try to figure out who they are, and then they end up leaving. And a person who knows who they are, they can only stand being with someone who else who knows who they are. So you got all these couples who don't know who they are, and then you got a, whole bunch, a few couples who do know who they are, and they're happy for years. Or they, they get out quick because they realize for each other this ain't it. And they don't, you know, beat each other up. They, they you know, they kind of like just, it ain't working. Listen, I think you're a great person, and, uh, you know, you, you can see that it ain't working, right? Yeah, I can see it. And then that's, that's how they go, so. But if you don't know um, who you are, you'll be guessing and worrying about what's going on. And then in terms of the seeing men as they really are, um, you know, two things. One is um, I was amazed that that you ladies didn't just look at the list and pick a couple. (laughs) Because I didn't want to say that, but, like, that was the opportunity, you know, to make it actually simpler. And you went deep in with the way you went, you know. But I was just thinking, why don't you pick, you know, as many of those things on the list as, as resonates with you um, because they're, you know, powerful as in and of itself. And some of you, you know, did and put a mixture of yours plus was on the list or whatever. But, you know, that that's what the list is there for, for you to constantly look at, you know, what what can I bring now or what's missing now or what have I overcome and transformed now or whatever. So, you know, consider that list a permanent list, not just for you, but even for the conversations you're in with your girlfriend uh, from time to time. Uh, So that's the first of the two things I wanted to say about the assignment itself. And then um, the second thing is, uh, for me in particular, it's um, understanding that, uh, 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 you know, realizing that the creator made man the way the creator made man. And uh, so one of the things that I've learned to have as a constant question in my mind is, why is that person like that, and why is that good? And the reason why I add the why is that good is because, listen, the creator, whatever name you want to call him, did a really good job with the sun, with the planet, with the moon going around us, oxygen, all these other creations. And so God did, you know, the creator made all of these things masterfully perfect, except for men, except for women. Nah, can't be. Hey, you know, I ain't made no real mistakes yet. I don't see no mistakes. So why are they like that and why is that good? You know, is a question I would ask because you would be looking for the good in them or looking for why this is a 
uh, operationally uh, good thing for you and for him and for your relationship, whether it's at at the job or whatever. You know, and then, you know, humans have blind spots, right? But you, you want to see, like, why is what they're doing good first, Yes, you have a shot at like having you know happiness, powerful relationships, getting what you want like that. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to put that in there. You don't have to run with it, but I, I promise you, if you did, it would be uh, extremely useful. Uh, you know, not discounting any of the other stuff. I just wanted to put in my, uh, you know, personal uh, um, things for me to be responsible in my interactions with everybody, you know, women included. So. Uh, anybody got anything uh, they want to say about any of that now that you've heard each other? Did everybody go? Yeah, everybody went. Um, mm-hmm. Now that you've heard each other, anybody got anything else about that or what I said? Let me just check it in. I have well, one thing. Oh, go ahead. Okay, okay. No, you, okay that was Annie. I was just going to I was gonna steal uh, what's-her-name's uh, let them contribute to me because that has been a big thing for me too. Mm. Got it. Okay. And and I had a question, and uh, I'm sitting here thinking, I said I shouldn't let it go because we're going to go further and further in this um, discussion. When you said, what's it going to take for you to see men as they really are rather than how you want them to be, there was a point that says, Right after respecting the creator's intention for how and why he was created, it says to see that that's the only way a real relationship with a man is going to work. That one statement there, um, I had a question about. I wasn't really sure um, yeah. to see to see what what do you mean by that? Awesome. See okay, that? I remember you had, you had actually asked me that, and then I, I, yeah. I responded, but I'm gonna just you know answer it again. Okay. So, um, you know, uh, since we're all landmark graduates, I'll just go there because it's the simplest way for me to, you know, explain it. But, you know, waters are wet, rocks are hard, men are men. And, um, you know, if you don't have a powerful relationship to reality, then uh, what you have is the opportunity for you to have failure and you won't know it, to be sideswiped by reality. And so, um, you know, the same way um, ignoring things because you don't like it can hurt your health or your finances, it could also, you know, obviously hurt your relationship as well. Um, you know, like seeing men as they are, if you don't do that, you're not paying attention to reality. And so you'll be blindsided by reality when it doesn't fit your map. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make you feel, doesn't uh, uh, justify or, or, or um, um, you know, uh, edify your 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 beliefs, your mindset, your view of life. So that's why it's like, you know, you, I invite you to take on um, the context that, you know, if I want to be looking at men the way they are, I need to have that as the context is that that's the only way I'm going to be able to have a powerful relationship because I'm dealing with reality. It's a it's a uh, statement that's uh, grounded in. Um, let me remind myself that this is reality. That I, I'm not. Pay, I got to pay attention to reality, not like 
you're wrong if you don't do that. But more like, um, you know, how do I measure uh, what's going on and how I'm going on? So, you know, like for me, I don't just trust my own opinion anymore. Like I know I have a friend, he just believes in his own ideas just way too much, man. And then there are people like that, you know, there's women too. But, um, you know, I learned not to, a few years ago, quite a few years ago, I'd say now, um, the concept of triangulation. Um, does anybody know what that is, triangulation? Three something, that's all I can tell you. Uh, yeah, well, it's if, like uh, when you navigate, if you use three different perspectives, it gets you to the point you need to go to. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nautical uh, term, at least that's where I believe it got started, where, you know, you could say, okay, I'm, I'm probably 50 miles from, you know, a land, a land um, uh, mark, um, but you might not actually be right. You can't guarantee that that's where it's at. So what you would do is you would pick two marks uh, and compare them to your particular position Mm -hmm. and and then measure the distance between those two marks. And then that would guarantee your accuracy in your location. You know, another way of verifying reality would be something that I call follow the bubbles. So um, if I was underwater uh, and I got disoriented somehow, uh, rather than stand around and take 10 seconds to try to figure out which way to go, I would just blow a bubble. Whichever direction that bubble's going, that's the direction Tony's going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The bubble ain't confused. The bubble's going one way north. So if the bubble happens to go from my mouth up my left arm past my left wrist, I'm going to start turning in the direction of my left wrist. You know what I mean? It may look weird to me, but okay, you know, it ain't looking weird to the bubble, so I'm following the bubble. So, you know, the the statement, you know, to realize that that's the only way a relationship uh, is going to work out is to look at men the way they are rather than the way I want them to be is the reason why I put that in there. That may not empower you, but, um, but, but at least you know you're dealing with reality, and so that's why it's a part of that list. Is that communicating now? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It might have a judgmental, but no, it's more like, mm-hmm. all right. So I need some, me- I need some metrics to help me figure out, to make help me to make sure <laughs> that um, uh, that I'm dealing with reality. That's that's a call for metrics in regards to reality is what that is. All right, thank you. Okay. All right, and so uh, I would ask the third question that y'all gave so much. Does anybody want to add anything about the third question? What else you got? Because I think y'all already said it, but, you know, I don't want to assume nothing, you know. I, 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 what, you, what I'm getting is men were created to be just the way they are, you know, and act the way they act and do what they do. And yes. I also wrote, if a man loves you, you'll know it, and it's, it's for me to be at peace with how he shows it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's true. I like it. Mm-hmm. True as inaccurate, you know, not like true like the truth, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, good. So, all right, I'm going to move on to today's session. Um, I'm going to start a slightly different uh, conversation. 
Um, what's wrong with men today, y'all? What's wrong with them? Feel free to shout it out. I won't. I won't. I won't make you they're, wrong for, for They're, they're wrong. different than us. Okay. <laughs> but so are dogs. Y'all love dogs. What's up with that? <laughs> I, I think I, have I think the <laughs> I think I have to accept that sometimes they're really not thinking about anything. I have to accept that now. When they say nothing is nothing. Yeah, they really mean it. That's a word y'all <laughs> hate. <laughs> okay. So what else? What else is wrong about men? I don't think there's anything wrong per se, but I definitely think that culture has created like, you know, there's sites like Tinder and there's dating sites. And I guess you go on for different things, but it's very interesting. Like, I mean, I, I don't think there's anything wrong. It's just, it's aligning with what you want, I guess. Like, it's very interesting on Tinder, <laughs> you know, so the guys are like, I'm just looking for sex. And I'm like, okay, interesting. Like, I guess, you know, it's not what I'm, I, I couldn't go into something, even if it ended up being that, saying, like, I just want sex. So, it's not, I'm not making them wrong. I just, I think that's an interesting thing, you know, like, I don't know, Tony, maybe I'm not answering your question. I don't know. Okay, so would you say that, um, so, you, so, so, it's not that you, it's not that you see something wrong with men. You just don't understand that concept, is that it? Well, I understand that there's a primal need for sex and then, you know, that there's physical and then there's emotional and love for a man is in wanting a relationship is having both the physical and the emotional. Um, I, that I understand and I know there's a need. I just think that culture today, I hope I'm not judging. I just, you know, just got to be clear about what you want. I just think you need to be clear about what you want and attract a man who wants what you want, I guess. Dag, you know, I got to tell you, you sound like you done took all my coaching over these years, you know, swear to God, because I rarely hear a woman say what you said, and you said that multiple times already today, so, um, yay, somebody that is coachable, all right. Yay! <laughs> yeah, that, you, sound like, sound like, you sound like a Tonyite, I love it, you know? <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Um, so there reaches a point where um, men, as they, uh, this is what I found. Oh, uh, you sounded kind they, of awful. There reaches a point where where they say they're not interested, like when they get older. So I mean, what happens to those men? I mean, uh, they can't have they can't have sex. I mean, is, is that it for them? Is that the number one thing on the list? Uh, I don't know. Probably not, but. I have to ask, ask it because I have to ask because um, that's what I'm seeing or hearing. Not with everybody, but I'm hearing it. Okay. So, um, I thought I got what you was asking me, so ask it again. Say it again. Uh, what happens to those men that if they're, if they're, uh, a certain age, and that's all they want. That's the number one thing on the list, and then they're not able 
to um, perform as they get older. Okay. That's my question. So what happens to those men? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah, yes. If they can't, because if that sounds like the number one thing, when it, when it, and it reaches that point to me, it seems like with men and when they start to get in their um, 50s and maybe 60s, then, you know, is life over for them at that point? Is that, since they can't have it, then it would be what not can't have it, but it seems to become, mm, what's the word, impotent? Yeah. Okay, so is things over for them then? It's, you know, what happened? Where's that question coming from? <laughs> um, yeah, because that, that ain't on topic. But, okay, um, I can't really say. Um, I will say that as a man gets older, even immature men as they get older, um, they would still want a companion. Mm-hmm. And uh, a woman could provide companionship better than a man in the sense of true companionship. So uh, we got our boys, and, you know, we can be as real as we want, but there's a, there's an element of us physically that, you know, whether we're able to perform or not, that only a woman could provide. Okay. You know, I think on a pat us, hug us, and kiss us the way y'all do, um, and you know we don't even want that from our boys, you know. Saying <laughs> unless we unless we gay, and then it's all another story. So, um, you know, above and beyond sex, you know, for the, for the mature man, the man who's present, I would say, uh, I'll use those, that term. Um, uh, I would say that, um, yeah, um, <laughs> we could um, uh, be happy with a woman that's great for us and great with us, a woman that, that makes our life better with her than without her, which I'll bring that up another con that concept up another time. Okay. Um, that that's somebody who we we want to be with, but um I, I have to admit that we kind of, you know, s- s- um s- strain from from the topic here. Okay. But, uh, okay. Sorry about that. But I, I I hope I hope that answers your question. It does. Thank you. Yeah, that's 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 the best I got for you right now, because you know I, I I don't know it personally, and and I don't have very many people that I have men that I have that discussion with. So um, now I was in a men's organization, and you know I know there was a couple of guys that had that situation, but their women didn't love them any less. Okay. So, um, but they was already married for you know more than twenty years, most in most cases, so fifteen years or more, I should say. So, uh, but anyhow, so yeah, that's what I got for you. Thank you. Um, but now, you know, I want to get back to, you know, what's wrong with men today? Anybody, you know, got anything they want to say? Even, you know, this, listen, you don't have to consider yourself primitive or something's wrong to like not no. come up with. This, it's okay. This I got, I got a bunch of stuff. Are you kidding? Um, Good. Come on. You know, they, that, they, that sleep, they sleep too much. They can't multitask. Um, they get offended if we're too powerful. Yeah, I could go on and on. No, no, keep going on. Go <laughs> and, on you know, the on. point is, yeah, I, I mean, they're wrong, you know, and that's, that's like, that's the biggest thing right there that, like, gets you in trouble. It's like the moment you make them wrong is mm. uh, that it shows up. It shows up, and that's why I got always be careful of it. But it's always present because that's what we do as human beings. We make it wrong. Mm. So. 
Yeah, so, anyway. so what else? Come on, I, I want to hear your list. I want to add. See, I got a list already. I want to okay. see what you're going to that's original. That's like, I you know, I mean, it, it, it's like, okay, what else? Uh, they're, sometimes they're, I don't know, flipping, some, you know, sometimes they're not um, cultured enough, sometimes they're cheap. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, somebody else chime in here, please. <laughs> I yeah, yeah, you know, let let her let her rip. Sometimes, sometimes I love that, Annie. But sometimes also they're they're comparing you against like their model woman that's on a poster board, or you know, like if their mom treated them a certain way, they expect the same thing from you, so they right. make you wrong. Right. So there you go. There's a thing that's wrong with them. They 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 compare us to their mother. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a beautiful thing to be needed, but sometimes they also turn into like little boys and they just need your attention and sometimes you don't have enough attention to give to them and yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. What else? Deshaun, you was going to say some stuff, but they was they were so enthusiastic. <laughs> I, I, I got it. I love it. Um, yeah. But I, I was agreeing with. Um, I'm going to agree with. I want to agree with the chief guy, but I, I don't. I haven't seen every man, so the the, um, the the few I met, and maybe not even chief, but um, the hands are out. They're asking. I don't like that. I think there's something wrong with that. Mm. You know. Oh my God, they, guys. Oh, sorry. No. Yes. <laughs> Can I add? What about what about the dude who wants the girl who's like super hot and he has like he has like a, a gut and like <laughs> gross and I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Sorry, I said that, but you were you talking about? Are you serious? <laughs> 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 ah, I totally got it. I, I just had to rip. Sorry, thanks, bye. That's quite a <laughs> Oh, no. Drop drop as much as this on me as you want. I want to hear it. Y'all talking so fast, I have to go back to the, uh, <laughs> to the recording and, and track it down because y'all said some good stuff. I, I, y'all said it too fast for me to add it to my list. I'm going I'm to stay in this conversation and add it later. Uh, but that's, but, uh, a what else? that's a big one. Physical, physical appearance. Like, if you want a girl who is physically a 10, then you need to figure out that, you know, like, in an ideal world, you should be a 10, too. Sorry. <laughs> oh, love it. What else? Come on, now. Y'all got stuff. What's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Uh, sometimes, sometimes they're lazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Since it, like, they give the good stuff. Like, we're really good at doing all the stuff. Like, you know, within one hour, we can get everything done, but they just don't sit around. They, they yeah. take advantage of that. Yeah. All right. I got that. So we're y'all, really y'all, good at getting stuff done, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, um, y'all, uh, y'all finished? Y'all, y'all ran out of make wrong? Because I know when y'all sitting there looking at a guy making him wrong, if y'all, if y'all can record it, that list would be like twenty minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> they don't think enough. Uh huh. They don't. They don't think enough. And I guess that's right back to I'm not thinking about anything. What are you thinking about? I don't know. 
That's one of the more fun aspects of being a man. We, like, we can turn. Uh, how, how, how could that be fun? I can't even imagine not thinking about anything. Yeah. I think it sounds almost like a lie. I, I can imagine that it would feel like it sounds like a lie, but I'm going to tell you there's sometimes when we can sit around and think about nothing and enjoy it. <laughs> that would be like, like it's like turning off all the sound in the house and just sit down and sit under and relax under an air conditioner. Yeah. And doing nothing. Yeah. You know how it is. Well, maybe you don't know how it is when you sit around doing nothing, just relaxing on a beach. But for us, it's the it's the mental equivalent of sitting on a beach watching the waves. That's what it's like. Thinking about the waves, though, not just looking at the waves. Yeah. Yeah. We're not. We're not. Yeah. We're not even thinking about the waves. No, we're not. <laughs> we're just looking, and that's it. Wow. We're just being with it, you know. It's 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 amazing, but I'm sorry y'all are never going to get a chance to experience that yourself. Uh, <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you know, it's funny because we got you know I didn't I didn't even add that to um I got a, I got a session um starting session four. I might start it early. Depends on how this goes, but uh. Uh, we're going to do uh, 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 the top 20 differences between men and women. I might have to add this part to the list. This is good. How can they bring me to do enough? How can they be doing enough? I don't believe that. Yeah, I understand, but it's true. We all have to have to do nothing. All right, so uh, let me tell you the list that I've accumulated over the years. Uh, and then y'all said about three or four things I'm going to add to this list. But then y'all said three or four things that are different versions of what are on this list. But I got a list of about 60, 60 different things that's wrong. I think it's about 60. Um, so you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Men are jerks, players. They uh, will betray you. They're abusive. They're angry. They're too nice. They'll cheat. They're wimpy. Um, they're liars. They're all about sex. They're shallow. They're Mr. Fix-It's. There's some bitch asses. I never came up with that, but somebody said that bitch ass. Uh, insensitive, lazy, won't talk with me, ignores me, inconsiderate, stop romancing me, stupid, doesn't understand me, untrustworthy, slow, selfish, broke, noncommittal, irresponsible, intimidating, dangerous, weak. Egotistical, wanting a mother, too fast sexually, annoying, reverse honesty. Let me tell you what reverse honesty means. Reverse honesty is he'll be telling the truth to somebody he don't care about, but somebody he loves, he, he's, he'll lie and hide. Reverse honesty. Uh, one track mind, deadbeat dad, vetoed. Here's the veto. A veto is when you say no to everything. You have the capacity to say no without your no being overturned. Women get pissed off at that because they think it is best kind of negotiate. He's like, nope, and bring it back and walk away. Uh, workaholics, difficult. Don't know what they want around relationships. Don't listen to us. Scared to commit. Don't like change. Too focused on success. Overburdened. Stubborn, impetuous, don't take care of themselves. 
that's a list I gathered from all the you know from the women who have done these programs. I started out with about twenty five or thirty. They added another thirty over the years. <laughs> so I know I heard at least another three on this call that I can add to this list. At least three, probably more like five. So uh so what do y'all think about that? Sounds good. You're all wrong. <laughs> you mean all little things on the list? Uh, you, you yeah, no, no, that's all? true. They're, it's like it, you know. Basically, I feel like as human beings, we do we we make it wrong. We make it wrong, and then that allows for no possibility. So, I mean, yeah. if we could just see them the way they are in all of this and allow it to be and accept it, then we're winning. Yes. Excellent. Love that. All right. Yeah, I, like so, that. Um, I also think, Tony, that um, it sounds like the, the the list is from people who have felt, who have gotten hurt, uh, who felt misunderstood and who misunderstood. Just I'm adding to it. But there's a lot of pain in there. That's, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, a lot of personal stuff. Yep. Yep. That may or may not be true for some things that they would have gone through. Yeah, I've said some of some of those things before. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah, I got it. Okay, so um, yeah, so you know that's what that's what you know collectively, not specifically, but collectively, that's what women think is wrong with men. I'm sure there's a few more things I hadn't thought about, but, you know, you would admit that's quite a comprehensive list there, right? <laughs> you know, as I was reading it, it sounded like I should have stopped about halfway through, you know? <laughs> but I actually get joy out of reading the whole list because it's a damn long list, uh, which I will send to you all, by the way. Um, but now, is it safe? To, can I say something, please? Sure. Is it safe to say that? Some women feel that way as as opposed to women feel that way? Yeah, it is. Because there's some women that, 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 you know, see these things in men when they're actually true about that particular man, but don't see this as a quality that men have. Okay. Right? Because there are some abusive men. There are some angry men. There are some lazy men. There are some irresponsible men. There are some deadbeat dads. There's, you know, there's some guys that are annoying. But that's his thing. That's not men, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, just like it's all those things about women. But, you know, that's each each woman carries their own, you know, specific inventory of characteristics and, and actions. So, um so yeah. So, um that's what women, you know, collectively when women are making them wrong is somewhere in you know they have their collection of uh versions of or specific um um you know complaints you know it's in this neighborhood here so um yeah all right good so now um what do you think it's like being a man mm-hmm. I think men have a, I mean, not being a man, but I feel like men have, I mean, men go through stages, but that they feel, they either feel a deep sense of responsibility to provide for 
for their like surroundings, like for people for them. Um, but is that what the question was? <laughs> is that what the question yeah, well, was? Yeah. So the question is, what do you think it's like being a man? You're answering it. You're on. You're on talking. Go ahead. Um. I actually, I think men are amazing. I really love men. Like, I think they're fun and playful. It's just that um, it depends on the man. I think they have, they go, it's just like maturity in anybody. But, you know, women are hardwired to uh, to need security and men are hardwired to provide, but also to have their needs met, like, immediately. So I think a man is much clearer, like, hardwired to be confident about his needs. Mm. Okay. Awesome. I think it's hard. You think it's hard? Yeah, I think it's hard. Um Why? because um it's a heavy responsibility um being a provider. And um maybe if you don't have a problem providing, you might feel good compared to a man who can't provide. Um, so I think it's a, a heavy responsibility, um, and if you can do it, then maybe you feel okay. If you can't, then it's enough to choose. Okay. I got it. You can't satisfy the woman in, 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 in many ways, then that's probably a killer as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Okay. I wonder what it would be like to have to like want to have sex twenty four seven every day. That might be hard. <laughs> <laughs> I think also men um, men feel like they need to succeed. Yes. Okay. All right. And I, I think that the I think men might feel something like you know they're trying to fit in to a world where like they don't really fit you know it's weird like I don't know I watch it all the time and like when if I all of a sudden I'm with a man and then all of a sudden a man comes into that conversation the whole conversation shifts it's so interesting and they it's like they feel so much more comfortable talking to a man it seems. Yeah. And, okay. you know, I grew up with brothers, so I have, like, a tomboy thing. Like, I have brothers, so I grew up with all of it around it. And I thought I was kind of in the man's world for a long time until I grew up more. And now I'm like, wow, it's just so different. Okay. Okay. So, um, any last comments before I start going in? Okay, so um, you know what is like being a man. Uh, I'm going to focus on the, the negative side right this minute. The hard part. Um, you know, Gashanda said it's hard. You know, you're right. You know, men have the experience of it's hard being a man uh, because we have to. We're actually, I never actually said this before, but we're actually having to bump up against the planet. You know, like we got to deal with 
you know, the ground and the air and the trees and the physical space. And, you know, the planet is tougher than every single one of us individually. You know what I mean? Collectively, we 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 got some, you know, some stuff that we can really work with and, and do things with the planet. But, like, you know, dealing with creatures that are bigger than us, you know, depending on where you are in the world, uh, you know, if you're in the jungle or in a, in a, you know, forest or you're up in, you know, someplace where you got lions and tigers and bears, you know, it, it's, the, you know, the uh, survival of the fittest, you know. So, uh, and then it's the same thing kind of like in, you know, corporate America, you know, survival of the fittest, you know, you can't hang in, sorry, buddy, you know, next, you know, uh, unless you got your team of boys that, you know, you can hang out with, you know, um, that will let you be a boy as well as a man at the same time. Um, so, so you know, so there's the part called interacting with the world, you know, as men, you know, regardless of any other human beings around. Even if the human beings around us was, um, uh, how do I say, the human beings around us was, uh, you know, neutral and, you know, we got along with y'all ladies and each other well, you know, it's still tough just interacting with the planet itself. So, uh, so that you know, that's the first thing. Um, you know, also, um, you know, in terms of how women, how to, how it feels like to deal with women, um, you know, women don't usually feel like, uh, they usually leave men better than they found them. <laughs> women mm-hmm. get mad, maybe smashing them upside the head, or mostly verbally, you know. Action-wise, emotional outbursts, stuff like that, right? Uh, focus on all men's strengths and weaknesses rather than uh, on their on their mistakes and uh, and weaknesses rather than on their strengths. Um, you know, men get punished for not knowing about relationships anywhere near as much as women do. Um, you know, we get punished for not being able to read your mind. Um, you know, like that, right? So, reason why I'm bringing this up is um, y'all may not feel about men the way this stuff on this list that I gave you is, but um, what's interesting is that's the world, that's the collective consciousness of women that men are walking into when they meet every woman. So almost every man has been accused of multiple items on this list by, you know, somebody, whether it's their mother, their sister, you know, the 14 girlfriends that they had and the two wives, whatever. They've been smashed in the head with quite a number of these things. Some of it is accurate, some of it's not. But when a man is scared to approach a woman, this list comes up for them unconsciously. They're hoping that they don't have to deal with that list with you when they come to say, talk to you. Does that communicate? Yes. Anybody have any questions about that? I'll I'll take that as a no. Tony, 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 can you say that again? Yeah. So if a man wants to walk over to you, he's looking at you, he sees that you kind of like him, he's you know, excited, but he's reluctant to come over, there's a decent chance that these things that are on this list that he's been judged by um, or called the name out outright, you know, from the other women he was dealing with, he's 
worried that he's going to hear some of that from you. That you're going to be looking at him through that filter. And he's going to feel reluctant if that's what he's worried about, even though he may not be conscious of it. His reluctance is that you might think he's a jerk or a wimp or annoying or inconsiderate or you just don't understand him or he's supposed to read your mind and you ain't doing it or he's worried about all the things he's been accused of. And that's probably what's holding him up from going over to say something to you. Know, other women, well, most women are like, well, how come he just don't talk to me? He don't want to talk to me. He must be, he don't want me enough because he ain't trying hard enough. <laughs> if he's dealing with all of this, has he got this baggage because he's been smashed upside the head with this? It's, you know, some men are going to be retentive until you prove beyond a shadow of a doubt you ain't going to be, you ain't going to look at him as any of those things. Because we don't, we ain't, you know, we're not allowed to hit you. <laughs> Y'all are allowed to hit us. You know, physically, literally, right? But verbally also. Like, you know, yeah, there's some men that'll scream and yell and all of that stuff. But most men won't because they know they'll get in trouble some way, shape, or form. It ain't going to work. No, they can do it and win. But y'all have no problem with the emotional outbursts. Hey, where, 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 what's wrong with you? And hitting him right where it hurts most, calling him a loser. And so, you know, that's part of what it's like being a man. You know, that's not the full the full picture, but, you know, that's, part of what gets in their way in dealing with you and your species. If a man, Tony, is, if a man is okay yelling back and doing all those things, that's, that's because he's emasculated? Very possibly. He's um, most likely immature. And, yeah, well, no, excuse me. He's immature. <laughs> Not most likely. A mature man ain't going to waste his time yelling at you because he's going to be like, okay, I went the wrong chick. That's where he's going to go. Um, and so, um, yeah, yeah, he's been, he's, he's been hurt. He's trying to make up for it. He's frustrated and he's losing. Feels like he's losing. Or this is a reminder of a big-ass loss that he never got over or something, you know. Does that communicate? Yes. Is everybody in particular in mind? Never mind. Just kidding. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, okay, got that. <laughs> Played along with me. Okay, good. Um, so um, it's hard to really let men be men if you don't know what it's like being them. Because otherwise you'll just keep looking at them through your filter called What's he doing? But 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 using your own assessments of how you would do things or how ladies do things as your filter for him, you know. And so um, you're gonna have an assignment tonight. Um, yeah. And so the assignment is gonna tell you what it is now. And then we'll make sure we're clear about it. And I will email it to you. Your assignment is to. Interview at least three men. What? Yeah, you're going to interview three men. And you're going to ask them two questions. Uh, you're going to ask three men these two questions. What's it like being a man? And what do you think it's like being a woman? 
you're going to give them at least 15 minutes, so it's not going to be no rush to answer. You're not going to text message to answer. And um, you want to not interrupt them when they're talking, not even once, because if you interrupt them, they'll think you don't really want to listen anyhow, so why should I bother? So you also want to make sure he knows what you're asking him. Make yourself completely clear. And as he's talking, ask him clarifying questions so that you're clear of his answers. And then after you interview these three men, then you're going to write down what you learned about it. So I'm going to give you a format style, um, like a context in mind when you're asking these questions. So uh, I was at a men's organization, and we had this concept called a gizmo, G-I-Z, like zebra, M, like Mary O, gizmo. And a gizmo, I forget what the letters stand for, but it doesn't matter. A gizmo was an opportunity for men to get taken care of by the other men in the circle and for that man to come clean, get clear, or resolve an issue. And there was four levels of interaction. So um, first level of interaction was the man gets a chance to, and he, he gets a chance to choose what level, right? He, he uh, first level is he just gets to spew, vomit, you know, talk. Nobody says a word. They just listen, be with them, and that's it. Now, second level gizmo, level two gizmo, is where he vomits and spits and men ask clarifying questions. They ask questions so they're clear what he's talking about. But that's the only reason why they're talking. Otherwise, they shut up. Nothing else to say. Level three gizmo is where man talks, we ask questions, and we tell him what we would do if we were in his position, not you should do this. So, you know, listen, when I had, you know, a situation like that, this is what I did. And then he would accept, decline your your information. But you're still not telling him what to do. And you're also, you know, doing very little interruption, minimal interruption. And then number four, level four gizmo is all-out chaos. <laughs> so level four gizmo is, you know, we ask him questions, we give him coaching, we hold him accountable, we inspect him rather than just asking clarifying questions. We're testing him, we're inspecting him, we're, you know, looking under the hood, we're all in there. And at the end of the, at the, end of the, uh, the session, usually it takes about 15 to 20 minutes when it's really deep. Um, that's why I say you got to give yourself at least 15 minutes. Then um, at the end, he's, he's got to make a commitment and uh, to take some kind of action or to do something to resolve the issue after hearing all the men give him what to do. And he needs to tell us what he did um, to resolve it, what actions he took and results he got by the next time we circled up a week later. Is that clear? Yes. Okay. Anybody who was not clear? Okay, good. So it's a level two. The level two, again, is you just ask, you ask him questions, and then you ask qualifying, you know, clarifying questions, you know, whether 
yeah, clarifying questions, actually. Just leave it at that. Um, and then, you know, thank them. You know, tell them you're going to ask two questions. You know, the, the, the conversation is about two questions, and you might ask some clarifying questions. You know, you ain't really got to say it all like I'm just saying it, but I want you to have it in mind how to conduct yourselves during that interview. Now, another thing I want you to know is that when it comes to men, I think I said this before, but if I didn't, I'm saying it again. I'm saying it now. Um, the best thing that a man says is the last thing he says before he says, okay, I'm finished. I, I, that's all I got. Because men think out loud, and we can't keep track while, if we're being interrupted. I don't know if you ever noticed that when men talk, they don't usually interrupt each other. Not usually. It's not saying they never do. But they usually let each other talk because they realize that you got to let this guy talk so you can get to the point. <laughs> So if you interrupt him, he will he will stop processing. Then he'll just say whatever he thinks you want to hear. And so you can use this as a practice again. What's he gonna say? That's a big wow for me. What's the big wow? Um, that if you interrupt them, they 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 they'll stop and then to say what they think you want them to hear. You know, they have yeah, to really... Yeah, because how, how they interpret it is what, you, what they were saying you wasn't happy with, so let me just say whatever you want me to say so I can hurry up, shut up, and then go away. Mm-hmm. You're not safe. Okay. You won't let me be me. You're not safe, so I'm going to just, you know, I won't run away. But as soon as I get a chance, I'm out of here. You won't let me be me. You don't like me enough. You don't trust me enough for something. So if I can't just say what I want to say the way I want to say it to you and you ain't going to be happy about it, I'm a loser. I'm going to go away because I don't like being around places where people remind me of me not fulfilling all my own desires. So if you think I'm a loser because you got to correct me or straighten me out or interrupt me, then uh, you don't trust me enough, you don't like me enough, you don't believe in me enough, uh, I'm going to just say as little as possible and then go away. That's why you can't interrupt them during this exercise. And you'll get magic. And you're never going to get the same responses twice. That's why I want you to ask three men this. Kishana, what's going on over there? Uh, I'm just trying to think of the three men I'm going to interview. That's what's on my mind right now. Oh, okay. I thought you were still being with, you know, what I was saying. No, no. I heard I heard it, and I, I accepted it, and, um, you know, I'm cool. All right, cool. Just checking. You know, I want to take care of you, give you this information. I actually understand it. That's why, you know, I don't have a problem with, you know, being interrupted, you know, most of the time, unless I'm with somebody that's, that's just judging me so harshly that I just better shut up. It's better for me to shut up and let them, you know, do what they're going to do. But uh, most of the time, because I understand how why y'all interrupt each other and y'all finishing each other's sentences, having fun, expressing yourselves and all of that, man ain't hearing it like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, 
Deborah, Annie, anything you want to say about what you just heard? Any questions? No. Oh, you're going gonna, to gonna send it via email, right? Yes, I am. Okay. Annie, got anything? No, I'm 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 excited. All right, good, 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 good. All right, um, that's that's it for you know today's session. Um, anything you want to say about what you got out of today's session before we leave? Just checking. I'm a processor, so I, I get to weigh weigh this weigh it out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, me too. All right. Deborah, you ain't a processor. You do process, but. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually really enjoyed this conversation, and I felt like everyone was really open, and, and the honesty was great, and I'm learning a lot, and look, and I, I like this. I'm, ex- I'm excited to interview. I, was, I think I was quiet, too, because I'm like, who am I going to interview? This is fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm, awesome. I know one person you ain't interviewing. <laughs> yeah, you better nope. not. Not nope. that one. All right. All right, fine. I mean, I don't I don't think it's I don't, do what you want to do, you know, if if you think you can handle it, but uh you know, I think you'd be just asking for trouble with that one. But uh, anyhow. Um Okay, so ladies, that's it. I, I you know, declare this call complete. I will send you this email within twenty four hours. And um you know, I, I say thank you for your listening, um, for your generosity, you know, for your focus, because, you know, I know that women don't focus, but y'all is pretty much either staying focused or, or allowing me to keep you focused. And I'm I'm extremely grateful for that. So uh, thank you for giving me an opportunity to make a difference here. And uh, y'all should go on, chill out, do whatever you're going to do. I'm done. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. All right, ladies. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.